Hello everybody and welcome to episode 96 of the Alien vs Predator Galaxy podcast. This is regular host Aaron Percival aka Corporal Hicks and joining me are two special guests today. It's my specialist squad that come in for the expanded universe related stuff. It is AVP Galaxy's Who the Fuck aka Xenopedia's Lee Byrne. Hello. And also here is um, Chevy, who you will also know as Chris Travis. Hello again, everyone. So these guys being here mean we are talking about a book, and it is the adaptation slash novelization of Alien Isolation, which was written by, oh, God, I've I've already can't remember how to say it, uh, Keith DeCandido. Is that what we decided? Sounds legit, yep. Okay, fair enough. I actually know how Chevy feels about this book. I'm not quite sure how you feel about it, Lee. So for the, you know, the quick 30 second reviews before we kick in and, you know, break the books down, what did you think? I was really looking forward to this because I've quite enjoyed all of the series novelizations, you know, the, the, the films at least. So I was quite excited for this. It ended up being a bit of a mixed bag. I thought it started quite well and there were some things in it that i did really like but by the time i got to the end of it i just i was disappointed with it i I thought it completely missed sort of the atmosphere and the tension of the game which was probably its biggest failing that is podcast over yeah right see you later folks (laughs) (laughs) that is pretty much how chris and i feel about the uh the book as well although i think chris is a lot more angrier about it (laughs) um, from an anorak point of view as you once called <laughs> did, did i really say that you said i was anorak disappointed <laughs> okay. but yeah so 2019 was pretty much the year of trying to bring back amanda ripley i mean we had the whole read play watch thing um, we got some continuation of her story with blackout we got some continuation of her story with the comics um resistance and rescue which i don't think you will have read like no, i and we also got the digital series, which was what this was. It was it was a retelling of the events of Alien Isolation. I guess maybe to make it accessible for people to pick up these new series. But honestly, the the adaptations have been the worst of this year. I mean, I don't, how did you guys feel about the the digital series? You know, was that sort of on par with this attempt or did you guys like it better uh, i didn't like that either i think the only bit that i really enjoyed with the digital retelling was the end bit where she goes to try and send a signal for help that's about the only thing i really liked that i thought again the digital retelling of isolation it missed the point of isolation it missed the atmosphere it missed the feeling it's just another disappointment again for that yeah same for me i mean when i first started watching that i got really excited because it starts obviously with the sort of expanded ending which was all fully animated like a a cgi movie and i thought oh this is great this is then it got to the bit where you actually get to the events of the game and it's just a shitty machinima like i really didn't i was really disappointed by it I can see why they did it, because as you said, there's all these comics that they've been doing and a lot of people haven't played the game. So it's it's a good way for them to sort of get the backstory and the events without having to play through what is, you know, quite a long game. But I didn't think it did the game justice at all. 
I don't think either of these efforts has. Let's let's be honest. I mean, I know again, I've already it's like the last episode we just did the Predator, and that was a bummer of an episode. And I feel like this one's going to be equally as down on the dumps um, with what we're talking about as that one was. But it's it's so annoying because the digital series and this novel, when it was doing the original stuff, it was good. It was great. You know, with this one in particular, it feels like Keith was having far more fun doing all the original stuff. Yeah. Which, uh, it's frustrating, it is, because while Isolation might not have been a commercial success in Sega's eyes, it was still it was still a critical hit. It was still a hit with the fandom. And it's one of those, you know, in, in those years of mediocre releases, you know, Isolation was the start of, I, I feel like, an upturn, if I'm being honest, because, you know, all Titan stuff, I think, has all largely been great. The only one I haven't really enjoyed has been bug hunt and for this and the digital series to come out and i feel like butcher the experience of isolation you know that that start of an upturn it's just so disappointing so disappointing yeah i i feel like fox has sort of gotten wind of the fact that everybody loved isolation so much uh, and they're kind of desperate to try and build on that but they either, either they're rushing it or they don't really know why that game was so popular which seems a little hard to believe, but I feel like they're just missing something. I feel like, I genuinely feel like a lot of it just comes down to the fact that Keith didn't play the game. Yeah, that was that. like, I mean, we, we all loved the Cold Forge and Alex White has said that he's played Isolation. And there was a couple of bits in that book that were very obviously written by somebody who had played the game and they were incredible. And there was just none of that in this book. Yeah, it's it's quite apparent as well when he describes Amanda as tying back her blonde hair or purple working Joes. It's like, where is this stuff coming from? And that and there's like, I know, I suppose we're jumping ahead, but everyone will know that and remember fondly, like the fans of Isolation, their first experience in San Cristobal Medical. And it is a couple of pages worth in this. And it's, it's one of the most tense, frightening uh, encounters I remember in that game and it's just not done any justice it's like oh I walked down a corridor I found a number and I walked back and it's like that is not how it went down like I was under tables I mean I, I realized that Keith can't describe walking down all these corridors he can't have Amanda hiding in lockers for 30 minutes like I did clutching to the motion tracker but you <laughs> still where where is that feeling of dread that i felt all the way through that damn game and it's just non-existent in this book and it's so sad that he's missed the mark but i will say i think isolation is that one of the hardest stories to write because everybody's experiences in this game are completely different mm. and, but it and, was such an important one to get right and so much of it is as you say hiding under tables it is um hiding in lockers it's trying to navigate around piles of equipment to keep out of the aliens way and yes i i, I fully acknowledge that that is incredibly hard to adapt into you know something interesting you can't have 10 hours worth of gameplay of doing as much as i enjoyed the game well as much as i love the game similar stuff you you know you, you can't have all that happen together but there are certain sequences that i think are quite iconic to the game and very important just to the alien isolation experience and i think it's like it's like you said chevy you know san cristobal is one of them for me, another one is the whole Gemini Lab sequence, because not only was that like one of the major oh. showcases for the game during promotion, but it's also the moment that you think you've beat 
the alien. And that was relegated yeah. to like a page and a half until it gets ejected. So, <sighs> yeah, I mean, the problem wasn't that the book wasn't just continuously hiding and cowering from the alien. It's that there really wasn't any of that. Like you could think that there'd be at least one or two extended sections of her being close to the alien. But I remember the alien barely being in the book. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'd agree with that. It feels like it's mostly here just, I don't know, going between places, I guess, and then speaking to somebody, getting to like a cutscene or a piece of dialogue. And I feel like a lot of it also has to do with the fact that she doesn't seem to really fear the alien like we do as players. I mean, I was I was coming off friggin' adrenaline high just while playing the game. You know, when I had to close the game, I'd be sat there just like, okay... Calm your fucking self down. Yeah, shape it. Mm. Yeah, you were like, oh my god, I, especially, right, when you open that door in engineering to the hive and you're like, yeah, save game, I'm done, I'm done, I can't go in <laughs> yeah. right now. And That's exactly what I did. And you would come out and save it again, go, right, I'm done again. <laughs> <laughs> there was none, nothing that, ah, oh, she just didn't seem to care that he was there. There was a couple of bits like, oh, it's horrific, oh, it's super scary, I'll just, yeah, where's a flamethrower? Oh, the flamethrower. When she killed one. Yeah. When she killed one. That was a cardinal sin. That was just... Look, I understand there's a clear balance that needs to be done here. And, you know, the, the flamethrowers have killed the aliens in, in other books, in, in some of the comics, in, in other games. But it's isolation you're adapting and you don't kill the alien in isolation that was uh, it wasn't even a flamethrower she killed it with was it did she kill it with the shotgun i thought it was the flamethrower i'm pretty sure she uh, towards the end i'm fairly sure she shotguns at least one alien which is again it flies completely in the face of what the game was about Mm. it's not it's not even just the aliens as well it's the joes they get completely trivialized in the book. You know, there, there was one. I mean, yes, you can you can disable them in the game, but they, you know, they are still a foe to be feared, if not as much as the alien. But you know, they they are they are a, a legitimate threat. You know, you don't want one grabbing your leg. You don't want one getting hold of you. But when the book has stuff like Amanda killing them and a comment about it being almost almost cathartic it was like jesus christ no that is not how that is not how this experience is supposed to be she <sighs> there's also lots of comments about her just getting used to seeing all the death as well which is just not how it feels as well it, how it feels. no no but it, i mean even even like that kind of doesn't jive with um with the prologues um the epilogue stuff in the digital series because you know that that whole retelling you know it's it's nightmarish she has been badly affected by everything that took place and this the novel does tie into that so the the new stuff in the 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 epilogue stuff in the digital series is relevant to this this book and, and the universe the the story the canon i suppose god bless me um you know bringing up canon in in any discussion ever but yeah that that doesn't jive together either it's just she did not feel how we felt playing this game basically and that is a problem and that is as far as i'm concerned the book's biggest problem because that carries over into like lee was saying earlier a complete lack of tension a complete lack of feel of atmosphere the adaptation stuff just 
didn't work just did not work or whether it was mini complaints like the joe's being described as purple because i guess that is the screenshot that um, xenopedia has for the joe's you know the one where it's under the kind of lavender lavenderish light yeah in, in certain light they have a sort of vaguely lavendery hue but you could watch any video for five minutes of the game and realize that they're not purple so, i mean like i'm just baffled how you would go in to write the book without even having watched some clips of the game if only to be to... fair i think he did say he watched a, a mashed up fan-made movie of all the um the cut scenes but yeah <laughs> that's the cut scenes i know the game. i know, I know. <laughs> that's why i'm teleporting across the station is it Oh, this book makes me so angry. Yeah, it's just, it's so disappointing to me because I really liked, Keith previously wrote for Alien and he wrote one of the handful in Bug Hunt that I genuinely enjoyed. And he did Deep, Un- I think it was Deep Undercover was what it was called. Yeah, yeah, I really liked his short in that book. It was about the the journalist one. Yeah, embedded with the, the mm. Marines, weren't it? Yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. So going into this, you know, he'd proven that he could do good Alien. And I've read some of his other stuff. I'm, I'm sure I've read some of his Star Trek stuff and enjoyed that. And then just, just this was just no. But again, then you've got all the original stuff, which you know what I fucking loved. I absolutely loved all the non-adaptation stuff in this book. And that was a that was um, something that I think was bigged up quite a bit going into the you know the release and the promotion of this. Not only were you getting an adaptation of Isolation, if you you know hadn't played the game or whatever but for those of you who had there was going to be this entire new thing around amanda's backstory before the game you know what happened to her in regards to her mum leaving and that was fantastic i really enjoyed that yeah i absolutely dug all the original stuff from before and i also really enjoyed the expanded bits of conversation from isolation as well there's a really nice uh, bit where they're on the Torrens, where they first wake up, and she's having a discussion with Taylor. And it actually fleshes out Taylor's character as well as Samuels' character when you're speaking to Samuels in the book. Because, to be honest with you, I didn't think they had all that much to do in the game. But he, he did flesh out those characters. Like, what he's done... Like, it sounds really negative against poor Keith, but I, I, I would actually like to see him back and do something original, because... All of his original stuff that wasn't to do with adapting isolation was spot on. Like I loved it. I, I just lapped it up. It was just it was just he just didn't hit the mark with the isolation storytelling for me. And it was important that he did that. I, I, I honestly think that they should have made a prerequisite saying, look, if you're gonna write this book, you need to have played it because you've got to relay these experiences to your readers. And I don't really think there's any other way around it. Like, you've got to feel the fear. You, you, you need to, like, am I going to get to this damn safe point? Oh, my God, it's running at me while I'm trying to save the game. Oh, crap. It's like, it's just, just none of it. It's so disappointing. Oh, I'm so let down by this book. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, going back to when I mentioned the Cold Forge earlier, I mean, no spoilers for anyone who's not read it, but you, you should really fucking read it. There's, there's the bit in that where a character's hiding in a locker while someone outside is being attacked by the alien. And it is straight out of isolation. And it is so tense and so exciting. And you just know the guy that has written this has played isolation. And that was so lacking in this adaptation. Like the one book that really should have that in. And there was just none of it. 
Yeah, it really does all just come down to the fact that he hasn't experienced that for himself. You can hand them the script, you can hand him the digital series, you can watch fan cut together experiences on on YouTube. But in the game, we are Amanda. That game is designed to make us feel certain things, make us feel terror and we are in her shoes we are what she is feeling and that is what creative develop uh, creative assembly wanted us to experience and wanted amanda to experience when she was put in that situation and yeah it's just completely lost it, it really is you can tell that with the hive sequence like we were saying all of us paused the game and saved it and walked away before we went into that damn hive but in the book she literally walked up to each reactor flipped a button walked back out more or less and just that was it that was that was terrifying like if you've not played it i cannot describe to you just how terrifying that was it just like you went you opened the door and you went oh no inside as amanda went oh shit what's this (laughs) it's like oh no Mm, completely agree you know at that point it was just it was all too much i was like yep i can't i can't keep going at this point it was also the creative assembly. You lied. You yes, said there was yes. one. There's only one alien. And you see, that could have been something that could have sort of tied into into the book, maybe. You know, maybe hint earlier on that there's more than one. Because I don't think the book ever really did that. I mean, I think there might have been a couple of hints in the game itself that you miss. I mean, you see people dead from chestbursters. But the thing is, you're so busy shitting yourself, it doesn't really register. Yeah, I would have been far more interested in a completely original novel set within the Sevastopol, you know, infestation. I'd, I'd, I would have rather have had some either completely brand new character that Keith made up or one of the side characters from from the game, you know, one of the ones you play as in, in the DLC. Something like that. Just, just set it within that situation, but a completely original story. It, it, it not be an adaptation. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, in, in the build-up to release, there was, I think, uh, Keith made that, post on twitter saying that the book was sort of two-thirds adaptation of the game and one-third original and i was that got me excited that maybe the the original third would be you know events on sevastopol that you didn't see in the game and there was one of the things i did like about the book just so this isn't a complete negative but the the little interludes from other characters in the form of the of the logs and some of them were original and there was an original one for a character called clark who i think is actually in the comic prequel comic yes it, it, it ties into the comic with the guy killing his mate and then the alien showing up yeah and and that was sort of like a little original interlude and i was that it's early in the book and that got me really excited because i thought there was going to be more of that and then sadly after that one little bit there wasn't yeah that's i don't know i, I feel like that entire element was a missed opportunity but what we did get that was original, which was all Amanda's background, that I thought was fantastic. And I really love seeing that because I thought it one of the great things about isolation is the emotional payoff of the moment that you hear um, Sigourney's voice, you hear Ripley's voice on that flight recorder. And that was a huge moment in yeah. the game as well. And- Even in this book, it still gave me feels because I could still recall that feeling from the game. You see, I I think the book, you might disagree with me here, I think the book builds into that really nicely through all the 
all the backstory stuff, you know, from we literally follow Amanda from, you know, naive child who feels betrayed by a mother to naive teen who gets taken advantage of and then eventually, you know, growing into this hardened woman. And then when she gets to that moment and she that is the one one through line, I think that this book did really well. And I think he, he always conveyed that relationship and that heartache in regards to um, Ripley's disappearance. And I think that the payoff was there. And I think it might have even been a little bit more impactful in this novel due to all the original content. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. I, I think as well, the narrator for the audiobook, because everyone knows I listen to the audiobooks, uh, Sarah Mollo Christensen, she did a fantastic job of putting emotion as well into uh, Amanda as well as Ellen Ripley. It really was, like you said, it was really well built up because of all the backstory stuff. It was all leading to this moment where she finds out that a mother, she fought these things and she won and she's out there somewhere still alive. And like I said, I, it, it still makes me kind of look, not well up as such, but you know, it, it's like, Oh man, yeah, this is so good. What he did for the whole build was really good. He he has done good things in this book. I, I I just don't know. It's just overall, it's just a letdown. But does it all overshadow the good for you in this one? Then yeah, sadly. I I also feel like that. I think I marked this one at about five out of ten. I'm far too passionate about this damn game because of how it made me feel and the connection I had with it. I just feel as though it was butchered, which is a horrible thing to say. Is is it possible that we're being too harsh on it due to how much we love the actual game? Do you think that maybe people who haven't played the game would enjoy this more? 100% yes. I reckon Eric Adams would quite like this book. <laughs> well, yeah, he he said the same of, of the digital series. You know, he, he liked the digital series, whereas me and me and Ridgetop hated it. I didn't yep. hate it, but we're, we're disappointed by it. I was, I was actually really curious to see what he'd think about this. But I haven't really seen many reviews on of this online. I know, I can't remember a name, but the girl that um, runs the Alien Isolation Obsessed stuff on social media, she, she really liked this. I may be able to find you some quick reviews, if you like. See what yep, see yeah. people are saying. Yeah, by all means. Perhaps we are just, you know, we're outliers that aren't representative of the whole. Again, just to stop this being entirely negative, there was one thing in this book that I did really, really like, and that was that the, the uh, backstory for Ellen Ripley tied into the character notes that Ridley Scott wrote for the original film, which had been made available on the various dvds and he wrote like a whole career backstory for her and this book like tied into those perfectly like down to the the captains of the ships she served on which were the same as these notes i thought that was a wonderful touch i, I loved that i really loved it yeah I, I completely agree with you there just those nice little bits of continuity are, are great and even better was i thought those you know those sections again Com completely worked you know the, those original stuff because even though it was just like a line or two they were expanded into something completely completely new like the sequence where we find out about ripley dealing with the jackass engineers yeah um did they call that a terrorist situation was it was no, that it was a, a mutiny the terrorist mutiny, thing was yeah. uh was a it, that was mentioned in the book but it wasn't really yeah. expanded but, but the mutiny, you know, that added a, a bit of a different layer to her relationship with Bretton Parker in the film. So that... Yes, I thought that was good. I yeah. thought that was nice. And Dallas, I actually really like Dallas. Um, Dallas's brief appearances in this as well, with his whole um, 
you know, because there there was a bit of a chemistry between her and between Ripley and Dallas and having him sort of interact with with Amanda, you know, the whole armadillo stuff uh, put a smile on my face. And I, I quite liked that as well. You know, sort of get a you get a look at uh, Dallas, the stepdad potential kind of thing which i thought was interesting yeah. as a quick uh, overview of what we've got on audible there's 161 reviews it's currently sitting at 4.3 stars out of five. Oh, uh what people are saying just in general for like the titles top notch it's one they're saying is pretty disappointing awesome book cliffhanger ending good adapt good adaptation but the game is far better one person thinks it's terrible <laughs> Don't mess with Ripley women. An excellent addition to the story of Alien. Positioned as one of my favorite audiobooks. Must read. So maybe it is just us being like the isolation super fans? Vomit at the phrase. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, looking at the main uh, Amazon page, it's 3.7 out of 5. There's only been six reviews, three of which were five stars, uh, two of which was three stars, and one which was a two star. So, uh, Hicks Runner bypasses the title of the two star um, review. Um, <laughs> the first sentence is The book isn't bad, but anyone who's played the game will know what a disservice you're getting. There you go. Yeah, so I don't know. The 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 big reviews are a little on the yeah, a little on the on the not very meaty side in terms of actually going into details on Amazon. I don't know. I mean some of the comments we've been seeing on on the forum on, on AVP Galaxy have been I think pretty much in line with what we've been saying. So yeah, maybe it is just a case of those that really did enjoy the game and, you know, got that jab of enthusiasm from the game who are so disappointed with this this retelling of it i think perhaps just any attempts to retell the story are just they just pale in comparison to actually experiencing the the original thing because the original thing was so well designed and put together but i do think that the story is very important to tell because it, there is going to become a time where we can't go back and play isolation anymore so the, the fact that we now have it as a novel I mean, it does hit all the main story beats and the main story arcs. The problem is, it's just the feel. It doesn't feel right. But it does hit all the main beats. So you are getting the isolation story. You're just missing the journey between, Is I think, is the problem. I mean, did either of you guys notice that the section where, do you remember where she goes out to the very end of the game, she, she puts on her EVA suit, and the alien drops down and takes her, and then she gets hived. That yeah, that's completely gone. Yeah. Also, the bit where you go outside to realign the comms dish, and then you come back in, and there's that awesome sequence where the alien busts through the ceiling and decompresses the room and starts killing all those people outside the window while you cower in there and watch. And that was all missing as well. It makes me wonder, because I've only seen the digital series through twice maybe and i have to wonder how much of it was just him taking what had already been you know truncated into that and adapting that because you know if that misses some of the the story beats or some of the the less significant story beats but more interesting experience moments um is why it's missing from this and because let, let i mean let's face it the the hived up stuff was pretty pretty awesome uh, to experience but it wasn't really necessary to the overall story i mean it raised a question of was she, was she infected but then that plays no sort of role in in the later stuff you know in, in any of the other comics so you know it, it wasn't necessary to the the overall story so I, I can completely understand why elements like that are gone because yeah at the end of the day it's a 10 hour game with a lot of walking around and maybe even longer than 10 hours that has to be trimmed you know where 
you've got to make those trims somewhere. Yeah, I completely agree. But again, that whole escaping from where you hived up and the stations falling apart around you, again, is all that's just it's just missing. I don't know. I think I, I would still have liked some kind of reference to it. But then again, I don't know. It did, it did, did yeah. it felt like towards the end of the book he was getting bored. It's kind of yeah. like that whole sensation with Alan Dean Foster at the end of Alien 3, where yeah. you, can, you can tell he's got fucked off with how much he's been messed around on the book and how much he's had enough, and he just sort of rushes towards the end of it. It's kind of like what it feels like with this as well. That was exactly what it reminded me of. Right? You can really tell at the end that he's just like trying to get it over with. Whether he was, I don't know, bored of it or whether he was under time pressure or what, but there, it definitely feels like it drops off. Well, that's the thing. This book got put back as well. This book was, when did it come out? Um, end of July, August, somewhere around there. But it was originally, I think, supposed to be out January time. So, you know, there was a good lot of chunk, uh, a good few months of delay for potentially extra work there. And, I mean, the, the end sequence as well, it ties into the... The prologue, uh, the epilogue stuff, like I mentioned, but that's like what two or three pages, you know, barely anything there either. When that could have been interesting, and that just ends. I was, I was upset as well. Where the very end, where Amanda's, she, she's blowing the docking clamps, and you got the aliens out in zero g, and they're slowly surrounding her, all missing. And it's like, no, that that was so, that was so cool visually. It's just, oh, Keith. What have you done to us, Keith? I kind, I kind of feel um, a little bad in in regards to sort of understanding how much difficulty people must face trying to adapt. You know, adapt games. I I could never get through the Doom books. You know, the the movies have a notoriously bad reputation when it comes to adapting video games. I think it's yeah. a complete it's a completely different ball game to you know Alien for so long has lived on on adaptations you know if you wanted to read an alien novel you were reading a, a an adaptation of the film or one of dark horse's comics and that was expanding on material that that was digging deeper adding more motivation whereas this it was taking such a, a huge fleshed out world and trying to trim it down and yeah it kind of makes me not so curious to uh, want a adaptation of the forced chase that avp2 novel the hungarian one i think maybe we should just leave video game adaptations alone and <laughs> just stick to original material it's this is not a book i would have wanted to have taken on like i said earlier on this is one of the hardest books to write because you've got to connect with the feelings that those players felt and without it it just falls apart it just doesn't i don't know it just doesn't connect but i would love to see keith come back and do something original because all of his original stuff was outstanding the 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 only bits in the book where i was like oh yeah cool we're back on luna with zula hendrix and all oh that, i love seeing zula awesome. back all that stuff was that. awesome yeah yeah i feel sorry for him really that we're, we're, we're proper battering his hard work but i, I think he should have just played it even if he wasn't a gamer even if you got someone to come around and go, oh, can we just like play this for a few hours? Something like that. I don't know. I think he needed to have experienced it just a little. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Completely agree. Even if they'd have got hold of the demo that Creative Assembly did in, in um, Gemini Labs. Mm, because that, that, was- that whole sequence encapsulates the whole feel, I think, of playing the game, doesn't it? Yep. The atmosphere, the the, the lighting, the sounds, oh, that whole sequence is just glorious 101 alien. And in, in this book, it's just glossed over. Yeah. 
it's a missed opportunity. But like I said, I, I do understand that this was a hard book to write. To be fair, it was also a little bit of a hard book to read. Well, look, because of so much of it was adaptation stuff, you know, I, I felt as bored as he did writing it in those bits. I really did. And I'm, I'm really sorry to say it because it was like <laughs> me and you were chatting about on Facebook earlier, Chris. You know, I, I don't, I generally tend to skip talking about things that I don't enjoy because what's the point of expending the energy on it? But, you know, because... I loved the flashback so much stuff on, on this one. You know, it's, it's kind of like a 50-50 thing that the entire experience just feels... The majority of the experience of this book just felt like a slog, so... Yeah, I, I didn't want to listen to it again. But yeah, I had to. <laughs> Sounds so bad. Going Sounds through it twice was enough for me, I think. I mean, it's, it's just not one I, I ever want to revisit. I mean, if I did, I'd probably just revisit the the, the background stuff, you know the original stuff otherwise i would yeah i would just play the game because the it's, game. A, it's a far yeah. more alien experience about you lee have you got any interest in revisiting this i mean i don't think you're really much of a gamer yourself anyway are you not as much as i used to be but i think i've played isolation about five times i had it on the ps3 had it on the ps4 i and i've played i've played through it a lot for a a game of that length anyway but i think i probably agree with you i think if i went back to this book i'd probably just read the flashback stuff and then maybe just skip all of the because you know I, I know that back to front having played it five times i don't need to read it again uh, especially when it's kind of lackluster you know but I, i'd probably go back to the flashback stuff and pick through that again would you also be interested in seeing keith show up for something original following even knowing that he's done this oh yeah i mean the the problem wasn't his writing per se although as you say it kind of felt like he was not as enthusiastic as he could have been but i loved his short in bug hunt it was one of my favorites from that book i mean that book was all over the place but there was maybe five or six genuinely really good short stories in that and his was definitely one of them so yeah i'd, I'd be more than happy to see him come back would any of us even bother recommending this to anybody to read once? Yes, if they hadn't oh, played the game. Yeah, it's the same thing. If if you can't, if you're not a gamer, and or you can't, you can't stomach the game. It's because there's some people I know that haven't even got out of medical yet. It's been out how long, and they're just too scared. So this will give you all the story beats without you having to feel like you've got to quit because you're stuck in a locker. You still get the isolation story. It's just not as good as what we experienced. Is the flashback stuff enough to recommend it for people who have played the game though? Or do you think they'll just be like us and that'll be too much of a disappointment? Uh, I think to be honest, most of the background, I don't want to say cliched because I did enjoy it, but it was kind of in terms of the events I thought was a little predictable. And if you want to know the, ellen ripley backstory you can just look at those notes that ridley did because that's all you're getting in this book maybe fleshed out and expanded a little but they're like the important bits that you're getting yeah oh. they're, not, they're not essential quick question did anybody else think it was weird that her stepdad's name surname was carter no and his first name was paul mm. and of course burke paul. was played by paul riser yeah, so I mean, I know, I know it's, it's Carter Burke, and I know the surnames are different, but when it showed up, I was like, "What? What? What? Why? Why? Why this name?" 
I think Tag, that... Tagged with Paul as well. I did wonder mm. if maybe that was a deliberate nod. I think some of it tied into um, onto Out of the Shadows. Did the did the stepdad's no? Or was it the biological dad's name was from Out of the Shadows? Yeah, a real dad's name, but I don't think her stepdad's name was ever. I don't even know if it mentioned she had a stepdad in that book. Right. I know there was some tie in, but I wasn't I wasn't too sure which way around it was. Yeah, it was her dad's name, Alex. Okay. Yeah, just a, just a random uh, random <laughs> thought there. Yeah, I think I think I'm the same. I I don't know because I think I think I could recommend it just for those flashbacks, but maybe just skip everything else. It's not. It's really not one I plan on visiting. And as, as far as it goes, this and Bug Hunt are the only sort of disappointments that Titan have sent my way. Um, About the Covenant prequel. Oh, uh, I completely blanked that from my memory. <laughs> okay, yeah, I forgot the I forgot the Covenant prequel. Yeah, that too. So three three out of God, how many were on there? Uh, six, seven. And then about a third, about a third of what Titans put out has been a bit meh. The rest has been pretty good. And, and as of reading, uh, as of recording, I'm about three quarters through Prototype, the new book that'll probably be, be out by the time this episode goes up. And that's, that's another good one. That's that's an interesting, solid one, um, which is exactly what I want to see the Expanded Universe doing, and that's playing around with stuff. So, yeah, it's, it's just a shame to be one of the handful that I'm not keen on, and I, I just I can't envision myself revisiting. In fairness, I didn't think this was a bad book. I, I, I've not read the Covenant prequel, but other than maybe a couple of the shorts in Bug Hunt, I think everything that Titan has put out, I've at least, you know, it's, I've, it's been entertaining for what it is. So, yeah, they've been doing a really good job with their uh, Expanded Universe books. Right. Does anybody anybody have anything specific they want to bring up in regards to isolation before we finish? Because I don't think I can keep nagging. No, this isn't a podcast I really wanted to do. So <laughs> I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think that sums our thoughts up on uh, on the book. Um, it's, it's not something I think any of us really enjoy doing is coming and, and talking poorly about you know about alien related things because we 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 want to enjoy what we're doing you know so i don't think we'll we'll yeah it's a bit of a bummer for me because i feel like the next few are just going to be negative because i I know i'm not gonna i didn't really like resistance and rescue so that's going to be a bummer of an episode when we do that as well Uh, actually i've got some fun ones coming up soon so you know what ignore me there'll be a break before we do that one so there'll be some happy stuff woo but yeah, okay. Thank you everybody for listening. As always, you know, if you want to check out the hub of our activity, savepgalaxy.net, you'll find some um, old school message boards, forums. You can sign up and join in with the with the fellow enthusiasts, as Eric prefers us to be called. Not nerds, not geeks. I'm both of those. Yeah, I I, I will wear I will wear nerd and geek as as happily as I will enthusiast, especially these days. We're also on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, as AVP Galaxy or Alien versus Predator Galaxy versus as in VS dot. You can find me on Twitter personally as at underscore Corporal Hicks. Uh, Lee, do you want to shout out Xenopedia? Uh, yeah, uh, new address, actually, because <gasps> yeah, Wiki has changed everything. It's now AVP dot fandom dot com although the old address will take you there or just google avp wiki and we'll come up sweet chevy have you got any socials you want to shout out uh, it's just ct chevy 86 on twitter that's it don't post much though so that's fair. <laughs> no nobody's you know when we're not exciting individually on uh, on the socials are we <laughs> anyway thank you everybody for listening you know, if if you disagreed with anything we said or you agreed with anything we said or just want to, you know, expand on any points that we've talked about, 
please feel free to comment on the uh, the website post or on um, the social uh, links that you've probably found this on. We'll be more than happy to chat back to you. Thank you for listening. This has been Corporal Hicks. Uh, who the fuck am I? And Chevy. Signing off.